0: The behavior is being cloaked in entropy. That's literally what you do when you make um, when you make private keys. Those private keys have to be a certain level of randomness and disorder to use to generate an entropy.
1: Hey, everybody! This is the High Hash Rate Podcast. I'm Mike and I'm Dan, and this podcast is just two plebs getting high and talking about Bitcoin, life, and the absurdity of the fiat world. Our guests don't necessarily get high with us, and you don't have to either. But it helps. When
0: you know you're being observed.
1: All right, here I'm recording. Say that again.
0: You said that you're different when the the recording starts, when the camera turns on. And I think that's partially because you've spent your whole career being behind the camera recording other people. So you have a weird relationship with it but
1: i well i did that start reason. in front of the camera
0: oh that's right i was I, I was
1: a i was a child actor my mother posted oh. me in, oh put me in front of cameras oh man i was young my mother used to record know me i don't know
0: if, i don't know if i'm qualified for this one but keep going
1: <laughs> getting getting into my therapy session here huh yeah right no uh so anyway, I have a, I have a, it's like I was basically birthed into the idea that I shall be captured.
0: All eyes are on Isn't right, that you.
1: interesting? Yeah. I mean, you can think about it in a fuller concept. You know, if you if capturing a human being is uh, simply by photography, it, it's like compressing it tra- that moment. It can...
0: Yeah. Will
1: you can... actually you own that moment for for.
0: Yes, exactly. So it's uh, <laughs> that's a lot of power over you, right? Correct. Way, so if
1: you, if you spend your opening your You're captured. All your years, moments are captured. Your life is you spend your nothing o- but
0: moments. Exactly. And all of them are captured.
1: If you spend your opening years with that kind of mentality, that you're always... That I, always I used to think as a kid that there was a camera around me, or I would imagine that there was, that I want one I, around me.
0: I used to think about that a little bit. Like maybe my whole life's a TV show. Like what if I'm on TV, like, you know, like Steve Urkel and the, uh, that family.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the sort of Truman show esque.
0: Yeah. That's how I kind of always thought about it. Is that how you did?
1: No. Okay. What I'm describing is something like, I always wanted there to be a, um, I always wanted there to be a camera in the room. I knew that there wasn't, but I was, how many sex tapes do you have? Uh, actually I have, that's I shall not disclose I shall not disclose that's what I thought <laughs> um, to protect uh, the innocent anyway uh, so when you when you spend your opening years being captured you you it creates a certain mentality where in your adulthood I would imagine and, and I say that the way it's manifested itself is it's like the desire to want to be seen, I guess, in a way.
0: Yeah, and is that balanced by certain parts of your life that you always want to keep from being captured, like having that private part of you that's never, whether it's inside of you or just like parts of your life that that's what you don't want to be captured. Like maybe it's just maybe it's just who, what you really think you don't want to be captured. What you look like, what you appear once you want that to be captured, but do you want what's inside your mind to be captured?
1: So maybe perhaps that is, um, a protection device against being captured in a way is to, right. It's just, sh- if you desire to be captured, you can still keep the thing in- inside when they, you know, you can sort of mismash however you want them to be, but you have the keys, I guess, to your own thoughts in a way.
0: So that probably was what attracts you to Bitcoin, which is, was created by cypherpunks, right? Cause what are the cypherpunks doing? They were, you couldn't, you could see what they were doing. You could see that they were transmitting. You could see that, you know, they made a blockchain. You could see that they were transacting, but the, and they could capture that, but they couldn't, you couldn't capture the, the transmission. Like they've like, what is act like the behavior is being cloaked in entropy. That's literally what mm. you do when you make, um, when you make private keys, those private keys have to be a certain level of randomness and disorder to use, to generate an entropy. So instead of using all the energy and power that you would need in the physical world to, uh, to create the randomness and unpredictability that the, you know, the state or whoever was your oppressor. So they couldn't control you. You created so much entropy in your uh, communication that no matter how much power they could, energy they could generate, they could never have enough to defeat, to unwrap the, um, that communication, that information, that protection of information, they could see anything they wanted, but they didn't know the motives. They didn't know the details. Maybe, maybe that's, Part of what attracted you to Bitcoin is it kind of represents that evasion of capture without actually...
1: Evasion it, of capture know, it,
0: through capture. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they're they always going to capture a certain amount, but you can uh, evade the most important details, the signal.
1: I would say that that's probably an apt observation as to why I might um, gravitate towards it. I can't tell you in all... In, in a solid sentence of course not yeah. what, what keeps me you know thinking about this thing so often um but i did want to s- go back a little bit to the thing that you said about entropy you said that you had this line What did you, you said you said it was a really nice line uh, god i can't remember i wish i could play it back right now that, that the en- entropy, entropy
0: was um Creating randomness and and different possibilities and different different possible outcomes, and that um, with enough of that it becomes too unpredictable. They couldn't capture it. They could uh, they could keep control.
1: It, it, yeah, no. It, actually, I think I'm thinking about how it ties back to what you said last week, which was about entropy, something being measured
0: through um, oh yeah heat right heat yeah well yeah so um, when energy is converted it gives off heat and it also is a part of that is entropy the more energy you transfer or convert the more entropy you create and that's what the future is I mean, this is according to like that physicist carlo ravelli that i've been reading yeah. about i re- I, I, I bought
1: that book but I, yeah. I it's going to be shipped.
0: so the yeah the, the the entropy that is a result of more and more energy conversion of state um creates the outcomes the possibilities um, and every more more entropy more more possibilities so you're literally pushing forward time by f- following these different possibilities everything's just an event a reaction of two um, objects in, at a moment in time and you're just creating more of those moments in time um, and more possibilities it's, you know it's also more chaos disorder so if you don't have the energy focused um you don't have control then you you know anything can happen literally
1: and what you were also saying earlier about um entropy and it, how it's tied to like actual heat this is an interesting example you used is if you were if you see an animal droppings and if right. steam and is steam, rising off of it yeah. because we know so,
0: that heat can only move, pass from a, a warm body to a cool body. Right. Um, and there's only so much heat, there's so much, you know, that was given off by that energy. So it eventually dissipates, right? And it becomes, everything becomes thermal equilibrium. There stops passing the heat and the cold back and forth, you know,
1: and so, you no know, change I'm, in state. I'm tying this to um, Bitcoin in a way through this idea of the block height, right? Where we are at the block. Yeah. So if you can now think about, about it in terms of energy and how much energy has been put into each one of these blocks, right? Right. As they cool down in effect, right? As they, you only trust the most recent, you can only really trust the most recent blocks, right? No, you could trust all the blocks. That's what I'm not sure. What am I where am I going with this? I think I'm going with this where he, it's like the yeah. the the hottest part of the block size is the current one, right? And the coolest
0: is the That would be the most work. That would it would have the most work attached to it theoretically. Okay. Like it would be the it would be the sum total of all the work that was required to get to that block. So that's like the chip of the chain. That is the um that is the current moment in time. Mm-hmm. Everything else is a, is a trace that's left behind. So mm-hmm. the thing about the thing about the past and the future is not, we don't, we only perceive a difference. There's, there actually is no difference between past and future. Mm-hmm. Um, we do the, the our vision is blurred because we don't see all of the little details of what's going on. So we perceive time as, as these patterns that we do actually recognize in that blur of what we don't recognize and it's different particular configurations and it's just, it's more entropy, but the traces of the past we can still see because we recognize those um, particular configurations even, but the particular configurations of the future, we, um, we can't perceive those yet until they've occurred, and then that's a particular configuration in the entropy that we recognize, and it exists in our mind as like a memory. Uh, but the future we consider to be unknown—it's just unknown to what our um, what, what, what our senses have been evolved to recognize and how they how they've been able to parse what's you know our universe and light. But they're really in the physical sense, or you know, the greater sense. There is no real difference between the past and the future. It's just a different configuration in, in, in time. That's for so sure. The, the, but the, so
1: the but blocks, the, the, the that blocks can, that are left behind. Well, just the fact that we can think forward and create our future.
0: Those, so each block is a particular configuration. Mm-hmm. And, and it has to stay that way and that particular configuration is, um, it is completely recorded so our memories fade but that configuration is saved it's mm-hmm. like the, the Grand Canyon mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. much work had to happen for that configuration to exist in time mm-hmm. and it's you can take a picture of it You it's there you can see it you can record it and you can save that so like you don't have to remember it you can measure every bit of it. And that's what the blockchain is. It's a, nobody can obfuscate ownership of of anything. When we snapshot at that particular configuration in time, we can always go back and for reference it and say, no, you didn't own this. It's not in this configuration of history. Your your interpretation of, in, of history is incorrect.
1: You know what I, i love is is to tie physical the physical world the concepts in the physical world to bitcoin it's such an interest, interesting thing to think about how you can do you, do you see where i'm going with this like
0: how... no yeah it's 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 encoding the physical world into the digital world it's it's an encoding like that's what yes. we do and we, we're taking ideas and we talk about them or we write them down for authors. We're taking ideas from the ethereal realm and we're encoding it into our reality well that's what that's what it's doing it's 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 encoding the physical into this digital realm for the first time so we can know when we have <clears throat> scarcity or we can limit things we can. We're, we're encoding those limits into the digital realm, those physical limits.
1: Yeah, well, for the first time, going to so many places. There's a lot of good stuff here. It's hard to unpack.
0: Um, it's uh, yeah, you know, it's, and that's why gold didn't really work because money is information. We figured out a better way, a more efficient way to transmit information, and gold didn't fit into that. Mm-hmm. because it was gold was the physical limits of the of our world and we couldn't encode that into the into the information the digital world bitcoin we can now encode that and tra- you know translate it into the information the digital information realm and that's why it, that's why it will succeed where gold failed in my opinion my humble opinion
1: You had, um, I have some things written down here that I had on my mind, but I I hate that um, I wasn't, I'm not in the same headspace.
0: You had a couple of. Because we created too much entropy, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was something about entropy. It was something about entropy. But I talked about that already. Sort of the heat map of the block size. That's that's
0: just, it's such an interesting thing. It's the the newest block is still steaming because that that particular configuration is still steaming. Yeah, Yeah, it's still steaming. You're right. But even when it stops, we still have that. We still have that. We know it's old, but...
1: You you said this thing about the Grand Canyon being there and I was just thinking of how it... uh, This is what I was thinking about. Thank you, God. I sent a tweet out, I don't know, yesterday or something about Knutson homes, 21 million. Everything over 21 million. Everything over 21 million. I thought about this idea that this, uh, these 21 million things of data that exist inside of the hard drives and the, um, and the network basically, and the minds of the people that run the network. Right. Right. The, if you think about it in cyberspace of like, you think about space in, in general, right. Where there's floating rock in the middle of space. And we managed to be on the, the earth. Everything else outside is not existing. It's not surviving. So it's so um, crucial that you get a little bit of plot of spot where you are, you know? And so it's such a critical thing. And in cyberspace, you can see that Bitcoin star or the Bitcoin stars just floating there. And I just like the idea of how you can tie the physical properties Uh, into this sort of cyberspace and then if you divide all of that by twenty one million, yeah it's like how valuable how valuable is that
0: exactly it's it's one twenty one millionth of everything
1: of everything of of
0: everything everything. even your ideas because your ideas will ultimately you know (laughs) be what creates the real estate of Manhattan it creates you know works of art all of your energy goes to build something
1: if you are worried about your survival you don't get to have as many of these you know if you're right basically as we go further in the future i'm imagining that the people who have bitcoin will be um more secure than the people who don't The people that are more secure, if you are more secure in life, you can bring forth, you can grab ideas out of this world and you can, they can impregnate you and you can throw them into a, something great. Yeah. And it's
0: how it's, it is how. If you're in
1: survival mode, you can't, you can't do anything but survive. You know, it's like a zombie. It's that zombie feeling. And what does a zombie need? It just needs to fucking survive. It doesn't just eats whatever it can.
0: You know? Once you have enough access to energy that you can have a safe place to live, feed yourself, kind of live your life without worrying about that security that you talk about. We have a lot more energy after that. Um, most of the time I do I have more energy than I've need to exist in the kind of environment that I'm in. That's the cure. Um, before Bitcoin, you know, you kind of, that energy went to waste. That it was—it wasn't just the wasted energy that's coming out of the gas wells that it's capturing. It's also capturing the wasted energy that you couldn't reasonably save for the future when you had more of it now by capturing it into that form. Um, kind of what you're putting out into the world, what your 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 productivity um, is going towards the energy production of your system. Um, and you're not getting a part, you, you haven't been getting your fair share. And now you have that opportunity. Because everything over 21 million means everything, in, including the works of your, um, that you produce, the, the all the value that you produce in the world is part of that 21 million that it's divided by. And if the more you own of the twenty-one million, um, it's like equity in the universe. You're buying equity in the universe.
1: Do you think the dollar gives Bitcoin value? No. Talk about that
0: it, for uh, a second, if you can. It's just, um, it's just information. bitcoin is and right now that information network the dollar information network is so much larger and it's produced so much more value in its time than uh, bitcoin has so it's that information is more valuable so you can exchange it that exchange rate between the two um, is not what gives it value it's just how you um, communicate or express the value you put into what you're spending it on. So whatever you spend a dollar on, you're communicating the amount of value you give to that item. So you're the one giving it value. Um, and the network and that value is, is the, shifting energy rapidly,
1: right? That value is sh- shifting rapidly.
0: So that From communication is... Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit biased, but yeah.
1: It's almost like as if the language is falling apart.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or a a system, a company, Mm -hmm. a technology. It's just, they can't keep up. And the people who are in charge of it, you know, like when you got a startup versus a big established corporation, well, the people in the big corporation, um, they're not really incentivized necessarily fully to save the corporation. They also want to save themselves. Um, So they might not have the incentive to take the risk to be as efficient or figure out what its competitor, that startup is, what value it's providing. Um, it's, it's just kind of ignoring it or trying to stomp it out if it can't. Um, but eventually the the more efficient system that people want to use, that's easier for them to use, that's more secure, uh, that will eventually win. It's just, uh, It's like survival of the fittest. It's evolution. The more efficient, the most efficient with its energy uh, tends to survive.
1: So it becomes less relevant. Yeah, I could see that. Like you put, you put, why would, why do we put a dollar price to the, to Bitcoin and assume that's the strength of Bitcoin, right? Right. But
0: it's, well, it, it is, it is the strength of it at that particular moment in time. And that's it's all also, an exchange price it's is. It's just a moment of the
1: dollar, right? It's the weakness of uh, the dollar.
0: It is, it is, it is a representation of the strengths and weaknesses of each, but only mm-hmm. for that particular moment in time mm-hmm, and everything mm-hmm. changes with every moment in time. Mm-hmm. So the particular value of something or the particular perspective of size between two things in that moment in time is only capturing, uh, one part of a much much larger process and you don't know where you're at in that process because it's so much bigger than us um that that price at that moment in time is probably your best indicator of your short-term um expectations Mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. the next moment but Mm -hmm. after any you know it's like trying to predict the weather a year from now Mm -hmm. you don't have enough you don't have enough information the process is much it's a huge process you don't have enough information to predict down the road but you can say if it's 90 degrees today that it's probably going to be 90 or near 90 degrees tomorrow unless something drastically changes but you'll notice that
1: Yeah, we all, we, I guess we have to develop all of these means in which we can record time, right?
0: That's what we do, yeah. I mean, we, we yeah. record data and we can use it to make predictions for the future, but um, we, can only, we can't really predict the future. We can only predict kind of the trends, like are we going to keep following a trend because this trend seems to be much bigger than uh, any short-term moment, you know, short-term measure.
1: I just think it's so important that this thing um that the thing that be recorded in in all of our history be true, something that we all agree upon and created out of like ha- like hashing power.
0: It's such a good idea <laughs> right right it's it's creating it's creating new possibilities yeah every right. day it's like trillions of new possibilities all the time um
1: so you had this thing about bsv that i was oh yeah yeah in.
0: so first of all we haven't acknowledged it but um congratulations to hodl not he won his his case against fake toshi so you, everybody did, celebrated that was like two weeks ago but yeah it happened
1: did he um did he give details about the case
0: um, I mean, it's I don't public. know how
1: it went. I just heard that he. I just yeah, heard it's that public.
0: He, he was he was sued for libel or slander, whichever the one that is that counts for. If you tweeted it, called him a fraud, mm-hmm. and the court the court found that there was not enough evidence to um, say that he's not a fraud. <laughs> essentially, <laughs> so he lost, uh, and he has to pay Hodl's. Um, legal fees fees, yeah Mm -hmm. he means i'm not gonna never get any of it but he's ordered too
1: oh that's tough that's tough so do lawyers all operate like this or they i don't know i've never really worked with a lawyer to be honest (laughs) this is terrible i shouldn't admit this but uh, do um do they operate like that long do they think okay i'm gonna get paid this much this further down the line like i don't get paid right Uh, now or do you or do you, nor No,
0: I think, no, he was definitely paying his attorney. Oh, okay, I, mean, it's, I think it was tens or hundreds of millions of dollars, something like that. Wow. I think it was tens of, it was like 50 million or something like that. I could be wrong. Don't hold me to it. Wow, but I mean, wow, that's wow. why they had so many um, fundraisers and things like that to donate to his cause because it's expensive. And Calvin Iyer, the billionaire that backs fake Toshi was paying for that. He was financing the, the lawsuit on, the, on the, the Craig Wright side.
1: Why do you suppose he was? Why do you suppose he would finance that?
0: I, some people think it's because he's stupid enough to believe Craig. Um, he does seem stupid, so it's possible. Um, but he's getting something out of this somewhere. I don't know. Maybe he just Is likes. It the so fame. he
1: can push BSV as a as a real thing, and he needs a figurehead to do it.
0: Possibly, I I think maybe he believed in him at first, and. At this point, he's invested so much into it that he just keeps going with it. Like he, he doesn't want to accept that it's not real. But the, yeah, but that aside, like the the power dynamics at the top, it's like a a brilliant unintentional. Like they don't realize they're a part of it, but it's like a satire. Um, it, they're like almost the ultra, the worst trolls or like the most elite trolls online because no matter what evidence of reality is presented to them they just double down and like they find a way to spin it and to keep going like there's nothing absolutely ever that could happen where they wouldn't think it was a good thing for them like they're like this is a win for us you know like this is we're gonna show you and there's nothing you can say like so it's it's All you can do is get really angry online and it won't change, you know, it just feeds them, but it's, it's beneficial to us because one of the, you know, one of the thoughts in a lot of people's mind, especially if they went through the block war was maybe bigger blocks is the right thing. And maybe we were wrong. Maybe so far we've been right, but ultimately we're going to be wrong in the future. Well, we don't have to wander because They went and made them as big as possible. And it's just an absolute, it's like a, it's, it's so bad that it, if it seems like an intentional parody, almost (laughs) even if they don't know it, even if they don't realize it, it's that's what they're doing. They're creating this art for us to, because I think most of them probably hold actual Bitcoin. They don't hold BSV. They just, it's a LARP. The price is nothing. Nobody wants that shit. So it's like almost like the joke is on Calvin and, um, And, and Craig, they're the only ones going broke. It's not the rest of them, but it's like, um, you know, and it's like also the like fanatical zealotry towards the white paper that they have. That's like a, that's a pitfall that could be in our community too, where you kind of that first iteration of software, that moment in time that that software existed. We have a snapshot of it, that white paper, just what he thought of Bitcoin at that moment in time. Um, and being obsessed with following that instead of the spirit of the path that we had to follow to build upon and getting caught up in, Oh, well, it says this specific, specific thing. Well, it's like, well, no, that's, it's part of a bigger idea. So that like fanaticism for, you know, people do it with the constitution or the, with religious scriptures, they they try to be to the fundamental, level, like what it said and strict, strict interpretation following of that. And it's a, you know, it's one of those things that we look at and like, well, if you take it to the extreme, you're a clown show like these guys, (laughs) it's a reminder. It's a reminder of like the cult of personality around the founder and the creator and that cult of personality where they, whatever they want, it's like, well, you like, you almost worship them. It's Satoshi, whatever he wants that's what we've got to go with. See this but then is where you see that played out and it's such a joke in real life if you do that. This
1: th- this is where my feeling of cryptocurrencies becoming a religion 2.0 because of the it, it is like a faction that you're following because of some sort of doctrine.
0: Yeah, your, your fork is like your denomination. Exactly. Right. So
1: it's so crazy to think that You have these different religions. What are they? Bitcoin is a religion. Ethereum is a religion. You have BSV. Cardano is a Cardano is a fucking religion, right? And then they start getting sort of more of dispersed and more ridiculous as they keep going. And
0: like like BSV is the Jehovah's Witnesses. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's
1: well. That's how I think about them. That's what I would say. Right. You know, exactly. they. I, I think that, the whole, that they're most they're kind of the like Christianity, but so they're same. the crazy version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so isn't it interesting that you know, you have this uh, that the they're religion existed the way it you. did. It just makes me feel like that in the future, um, we will have we will it will just play out the same way that we did in uh, in the times of religion as well, just in a different context and in a different plot, I guess. But it also it's made really me think just, about this idea. I have to say this: is that this idea that about like Moses having the tablets coming down from having the Ten Commandments on these rock on this, you know what I mean? He has this rock right. coming down. That's the story. He comes down from the fucking mountain. He has this these right. two fucking rocks, and they have scribbles on them. And he's like, "This is this is the law of God." <laughs> you, know, you know, here you go, guys. So there, there's that story and it, and it that we all live is. by. And now, so if you fast forward to now, it's, what do we have? We have the white paper. Right. So it's it's such a funny little, we have like a printed out copy of the white paper. <laughs> it's like it's like such a thing of the times, you know, we're not going to have a fucking rock, bro. We're going to have, <laughs> our shit's on a white paper, right?
0: And, and all really is, is the code for, how we think the best way is to interpret reality
1: right oh yeah that's nice
0: both have that's these all it kinds is of, you know it's it's not laws c- yeah that you have to follow or you know you're a bad person necessarily it's just if you follow these laws you'll probably be more likely to be successful the closer you stick to them and the better you understand them and what they're really so, supposed to mean and what they're so for. if you
1: if you start to think about it in epochs then i guess like or epics whatever you call them epochs because i always say epochs but epics yeah. right i think it's these, epoch. the epoch these these large swaths of time yeah so it's it's just, just you start to learning. wonder about like what's the what's the thing after the white paper what, what's that, what's coming in 2000 years later and it's going to be some sort right. of laser mind <laughs> alterable you know reality thing That'll be the equivalent of the white paper or the Ten Commandments. It
0: yeah, leaves it for 3D printing anything. <laughs> you just plug this we'll, in. We'll, it's like a microchip. We'll, you just plug it in. and it, You
1: know that we're going to be 3D printing fucking
0: spaceships. Right? Food, spaceships, yes, guns, right. weapons, Everything. Heavy, any, anything, wow. that be, can, anything that can be configured in space we'll be able to 3D print it because we'll understand reality so well.
1: Yeah, we'll just have becomes, those. We'll, uh, just,
0: we'll just have those instructions for reality. We'll just plug it into a 3D printer and it'll make whatever we want.
1: Yo, houses will come with 3D printers.
0: Yeah, everything, <laughs> in, the, every, everything in the house will come with a 3D printer too.
1: And you know what? This is what's going to happen houses will come with 3D printers, they'll be hooked up to Amazon.
0: <laughs> and no, I think all, 3D printers will just what have to put Amazon it. out of business.
1: Uh oh, really? You think it's the other way around? Right?
0: They'll spend all this money on all this logistical global delivery system and then it'll just be decentralized uh, and you'll just have a 3D printer in your house and you'll just make what you want. You don't need Amazon anymore.
1: The only issue is is that it become you still have it made out of this, like you can't make it out of other materials. You know, it's hard to make it out of but,
0: all right. You you wouldn't have it in your house. There'd be just like a big 3d printer factory in your city <laughs> and you just go, you place your order there. I think we have, Look, we have it in our house. Look, we have,
1: we have personal computers and devices in our house.
0: Right. Yeah, that's true.
1: And computers used to be the size of buildings, right? That's true. And now we just have them right in our, you know, where are you going to get just, all that
0: raw material though?
1: I have process, the, the Processes of creating change, and I'm I'm assuming they become more efficient over time. I could only imagine, right? True. Right. So, if we harness enough energy, because every time you have to keep on stepping up the energy that you harness, not not breaking it down, which is obviously why the the alternate thought of this, which is I used to be a part of this whole clan of stop using all energy. But now I'm like obviously reversed.
0: Uh, trans energy. Yeah, exactly.
1: I'm, I've definitely gone beyond that um,
0: thought process.
1: I forgot where I was going with this. Where Energies was?
0: Energies You need energy for the future, literally. If you want it to be a good future.
1: You do need energy for the future if you want it to be a good future. That's true. And, where was I then?
0: You you God were just talking it. about how you were going to figure out a way to get all those, all that all those physical raw materials into a small enough space. Right, where you can right, have right. that stuff in your house. Right. So, if, oh, a three D printer in the house. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. So if if it's for some things, yeah, it's like what,
1: what? Which house would you choose, Dan? As the you know young uh, on you know professional uh, that wants to have a lifestyle of traveling from place to place? Would you choose Airbnb or would you choose a company that has a house that's all of them look the same and they all have three printers in them (laughs) for digital
0: nomads that could travel to these? I'd go to a place where they didn't have real strict rules on how you could use your 3d printer to express yourself because uh, i think okay, there's going to okay. be a lot of like hoa rules and stuff that's <laughs> like yeah you can use a 3d printer but if it doesn't meet these specs you can't you can't put it here <laughs> uh,
1: so maybe there'll be on a 3d
0: there's printer it's going to be conformity arbitrage
1: between countries or something like this
0: no i think that, you know we're already doing that they're not we're not using 3d printers but if you want to live in a neighborhood you got to mow your lawn you gotta have your house look a certain way it's like mm-hmm. You're, you're still gonna have to configure your reality in a way that is acceptable to the people around you if you don't want too much headache and lawsuits and mm-hmm. people trying to get rid of you. So it'll be the same with 3D printers. I mean, that, I guess that is what the arbitrage is. Like if you live in San Francisco, there's really, 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 really strict rules and it's impossible to get new um, building permits and um, new residential housing permits. Um, but if you go to Omaha, it's, it's, there's plenty of room. There's, there's actually right now a house shortage, but you just know what I mean. The, the Midwest, it's, it's nothing compared to the Bay Area or Los Angeles where you're at. So, so do you think- the arbitrage is, is taking place. I'm, you know, I'm, I pay less for where I live.
1: That's, well, that's true. That makes me think about these um, cities as these like stalactites in a way where they just like rise up into one center. Right.
0: Yeah. If you the the environment there is conducive to a very particular outcome of, of development.
1: And there's really no other that it's only as
0: there's a certain set of resources
1: or scarcity that is involved that you can, you can't grow any bigger. You can't grow any higher. Like me, or maybe not. Maybe it's the other way around. I actually know that, that I disagree with what I just said. I don't even know where I'm going with this.
0: Yeah. But it's I'm one of those rents. Yeah. I mean, like New York City, it's built upwards, but uh, now it's, it's kind of crumbling in on itself. I, crime so that's, I guess, maybe that's what I'm thinking about. It's like you can only get so some the, high. It can't keep growing. It can't keep growing until it addresses all the, you know, problems.
1: And you can think about it in terms of height, can't you? Buildings, right? That's how we measure right. the amount of yeah. I mean, like the, you look at a So skyline. much energy has been putting put into these buildings. So, uh, it, I mean, everything starts to relate to this sort of wave form or like a graph, right? You just start to yeah, see it exactly. in, in, in everything. So it's that's like how a, I'm yeah. sort of thinking about it is like stalactites. It's like a heat or, map. No, it, yeah, it's like the Grand Canyon. Or, yeah the great Grand canyon, canyon. Yeah.
0: like that that process of what is formed there is a representation of its past and all the energy that was involved in all the processes physical processes that took place when you see a giant city like new york city it is a physical imprint a physical evidence of activity of a lot of focused energy people through all the history that built that city or built that you know whatever you're looking at or not people that built it or it could have be, been you know water or just other physical processes that um shaped it but it's it's, yeah. it's 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 objective you know you can see it it's inherent uh it's self-evident that's what i'm looking for there's no you can't miss it it's real but in the digital space, everything can be, you know, can look extremely legitimate or extremely fancy or, you know, if you get a phishing email from somebody who put no effort into it, but if you get a phishing email from somebody who put a little effort into it, it looks like the real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there's no limits in that space, um, it's, you, you can't trust what you see. hmm mm-hmm. Right, unless there's work behind it, and then it's self-evident. But that's why those BS—that's why the BSV trolls are such elite trolls, because internet trolls like the, people can say anything, but the I BSV trolls—they're at least ostensibly mining, and and there's there's all this money behind it, this proof of work behind it. It's not a whole lot, but it's there. How do you think that Bitcoin will affect? architecture in the future it'll be more sustainable it'll be like the castles in europe rather than Mm. you know the matchbox stick of matches that they put into building some of these structures here
1: do you think things will look more like castles again
0: i don't know if they'll look like castles in that same aesthetic but they'll be like the the same quality, like the roads in Rome that are still existing, versus the roads they repaved seventeen times in the past twenty years out here. Mm-hmm. It'll they'll 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 be more quality, higher quality.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, for the places that have Bitcoin, in, yeah. It, so if you concentrate where the Bitcoin is all around the world, which is where everything divided by twenty-one million, and in you. Those, the look places at that, that like, are
0: rich in Bitcoin will be. If you, if, much well, more if you think quality. about it, like
1: if you think about it, like Christmas lights all across the world, right? So if you are looking afar from down into the world, it's like Christmas lights all across the world. All those concentrations will look more put together when you go closer to them.
0: <laughs> I don't know <laughs> how they'll look. I don't know how they'll look more. If they look more put together, well, yeah. I mean, maybe that's one way of of what it what that's expressing like one of those they'll really nice stronger, stronger. like a cathedral yeah yeah, they'll, yeah sure exactly more sturdy more quality more craftsmanship fuck yeah
1: yeah you, you can and you could just see how the craftsmanship of things what do you do to look at the craftsmanship of a city i guess you have to go to the capital right
0: you can look at it, its component parts you know you got lamborghinis and rolls royce well that's a uh-huh. lot more oh, craftsmanship that's a, that's than a, uh okay than a ford Taurus, you know you've got (laughs) the architecture of the of you know the streets how much how many cars are going down it the quality of those cars like we mentioned it's it's everything you just break it down and look at the quality of of the component parts and if it's really high quality you you know you can tell from further away
1: so is it it makes me think is that why we were so as i'd say as an americans you've you sort of romanticize about european architecture would you say sure. that's tr-
0: true yeah, absolutely yeah
1: and is it because those things just lasted longer
0: yeah i mean there's nothing the stuff that didn't last isn't there it's, right so it's hard to compare your right. stuff here you know it's it's new it's like yeah, that you can look at that and be like ah. I won't be there in 50 years. Well, another evolutionary,
1: uh, that's another evolutionary sort of tie, right? Something right. or Darwinism of of, right. archety- the, of buildings, right? Things that last and things that don't. Inter- interesting.
0: Yeah. And you might be in a, you know, in a suburb of a city and where you grew up and you're like, oh, this used to be a bunch of houses and this and that. And now it's a shopping mall, and a parking lot. Well, it's like, when well, you go to the Alps, you know, or you see some, the French Alps, the castle. It's like that's not going to be gone in 10 years, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be there.
1: Yeah, that's true, man. That's true. Things that because they it's probably that the stuff that requires yeah. more energy, more of a body it, to like, it
0: itself. When you ask, that's the what question, the citadel like, is, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. What I was going to say it was like, um, what do you talk about citadels, right? Like, what is it going to look like? In these places that have have it, so citadels. That's wow, you know, this is capture that idea, you know.
1: This is all of Star Wars, isn't it? (laughs) It's like, (laughs) isn't that the direction it goes? It's like Star Wars is like citadels. These, you could just think about these, it's not like entire countries, it's more into it, feels more dispersed in that world, doesn't it?
0: Exactly. Yeah, I see where you're going with that. Yeah,
1: for sure. Anyway, that's probably where we're... That's where I think we're headed. How you feeling? Pretty good. You, ha- you, have, um, you had something else that I wanted to address. And I wrote down so many things because I had so many questions. But I do want to get to Satoshi being CIA slash NSA.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, some people... It's just been on the timeline recently. It's a post about, you know, what if he was a NSA agent in the CIA and they created the ledger to be public so that they could always trace, you know, or easily, more easily trace, you know, crime transactions, drug transactions, et cetera. And that's a logical explanation. Uh, it very well could have been that, um, but I don't think it matters, but before I say I don't think it matters, I also think that it may the public the ledger being public may have just been a trade off a deliberate trade off, or non deliberate. Maybe it was just luck um, because maybe that's public the the fact of that ledger being public was what it the characteristic the characteristic it needed to not be killed by the state early on it was too private it was too effective um, they may have shut it down right away but the fact that it was public um, maybe that's a trade-off that we all have to accept and he had to accept when he made it that it would you know they couldn't stop the transmission but they could always see it but you know we could always see it too it's transparent and because it's limited uh, to 21 million it's you know if we're better custodians and we win meaning whoever they is to you, um, whatever your enemy is they have just as much of a chance at controlling it as you do so if you win, there's only 21 million so they there's nothing they they don't have the ac- they don't have the access to energy and power to to stop you once you take the lead if you can maintain if you can hold it
1: you can hold it. That's the whole
0: if you can hold it, right? If you can so if you're hold it. you're incentivized to work together and to to make a better system. And you can keep them, quote unquote, at bay, the state. So, you know, if he was a CIA, then it doesn't matter because we we have equal chance now. And you know, there's also he was a cypherpunk, obviously. He was inspired by some of the great like Nick Zabo and Hal Finn and at a back that his work, you know, he gave us a technology, but his code, his process, his work is art. It's not just a technology. And that art was inspired by those before him. Like John Nash is another one. Some people think that he may be Satoshi, the great mathematician. They made the uh, movie, a beautiful mind about him with Russell Crowe. And he wrote about energy money. He had a book or it was in a book about energy money. And it basically described Bitcoin. He was a, he, was, he also worked in cryptography, too. So it was like, you know, the coincidences or so. Um, there's a lot of them. And he died in like 2015, which would make sense, to, the idea that Satoshi's dead. But either way, even if he didn't write that, his in, he was part of that inspiration. So he did, in a sense, write that in the sense that it never would have. His ideas, weren't. he didn't put those out there. Then it never would have been manifested the way it was. And all that inspiration is deeply rooted in like that anti-state using the cryptography, the entropy to keep the prying eyes out from capturing it. Um, so even if you did work for the CIA, the, his art that he created was, was inspired by everything that works against his employment or his employer or what he was supposed to be doing. Um, so it, it couldn't be too bad, or it couldn't be a trap, even if it was maybe developed to be a way to track things that would seem, you know, th- that would lead you to believe that it was a trap. Even if it was, del- maybe if it was deliberately built that way, subconsciously through that inspiration, it sabotaged itself, you know, that idea sab- sabotaged the the mission that it started out as. You
1: know, I had a thought there and I'm trying to grab onto it as always. Um, no, it's something about, um,
0: What other questions do you have? Thank you. Um, do you think it was a spook?
1: Do I think who was a spook? Satoshi. Oh, that's where we were, Satoshi.
0: That's what fucking
1: happened. Okay. <laughs> You're right. Okay. I, th- I think that's it's interesting that Satoshi remains the every person. You know, it could be anyone kind of thing.
0: And maybe, the, maybe, that, maybe that ambiguity makes you value your node a little bit more, value mm. your self-custody a little bit more, maybe not knowing. Maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, that's it a to, very, I mean, such a powerful concept. The people that used it first, they probably had the same question as the CIA. And it was much more consequential to them because if they were sending it back and forth, one of the first, you know, handful of people to use it. And you know, it was a trap. They could have been arrested, uh, but, you know, taken in easily. And some people were for using it for like the Silk Road. They got um, they got Ross. So the people that used it first, you know, they had a lot of incentive to really dig deep into that art, that code, and to examine what it did and learn how to use it and just understand it. And it uh, seems like they that due diligence for us and people have been doing adding to that due diligence since and so far it seems like uh it's a net positive to Bitcoiners. <laughs> do
1: you think that um do you think that Satoshi will be revered as Jesus is revered today?
0: Yeah that's uh in the magnitude maybe I don't know if it, I would say the same um, in the same breath. I think it, I don't know if he'll be revered as a religious. I mean, he already is, you know, so it's possible. Look, Jesus is an image,
1: right? Right. Symbol. It's a symbol. The man himself, we don't have a photograph of him. We don't know, but he has this image.
0: Right. And he made a sacrifice.
1: He has all these stories surrounding him. And through that, he created, uh, there there was birthed so many different ideas out of that, right?
0: And and ways to live and ethos.
1: So I would say that um, because of what Satoshi has created and the timing in which he has created it, i feel like we're at the beginning of some like if i if i, I, think, if so I think back you know what i'm saying like yeah it's like are we the, are we in the jesus times <laughs> you know what I'm saying? yeah
0: we're, are we are we the disciples
1: i think of it more like are, are we in the manger you know are we primitive
0: are oh we, yeah are we like yeah. the three wise men
1: yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> are basically are we milking goats are we
0: um yeah yeah i think so and we're in that era so where that- so,
1: so 2000 years down the line what the fuck does that look like i couldn't even say
0: right yeah it can't no way to predict that but i think it will ripple through the future um and definitely be remembered positively by most.
1: Yeah, I guess there's no way Some people won't
0: believe it. Some people will never believe it. And some people will have competing ideas.
1: It's almost like the the there's the 10 commandments and then there's the scripture. Basically the Bible, right? And then there's the white paper. Well, the and the, the 10 and commandments is part of the Bible. Uh, so but the I feel like the Ten Commandments are what created the Bible, not the other way around. No? It well, came before, the, right? It, the Bible
0: is a record. Well, no, because it, it, it's a story at the beginning. Okay. So it, it's kind of a origin story. It's part of the story, but it's the origin story at the beginning. You're learning about the, the most fundamental argument, and then everything kind of flows from there. Right. They were you know, it was people were wandering and they were wandering and then they they got the Ten Commandments and it provided right. a so blueprint. You to and they built up. on that blueprint.
1: Got it. Okay, so I'm making a bad connection. So time, here.
0: you know, it's where time kind of started for to be more focused and go start going in a direction. The plot started. The plot There's started. Plots. The Big yeah. Bang of of the plot, that's true.
1: But there's like a, what's the earliest text of all time? Is it that we can, to date?
0: It's, I don't know specifically what it is. Um, I think they've got some writings from, you know, in the far East in India, and they've got some from the Middle East. Um, So I don't know exactly which one is what they consider the earliest right now. hmm. I don't know why that matters. Oh. <laughs> no, it's, it's, you, you can kind of see what, uh, I go had, to that, okay. that moment in time and see what they were thinking about, what they valued.
1: Um, I have a laundry list of things I want to ask you. How are you feeling? I can do 15 more minutes. All right. Do you want to do 15 more minutes? Might as well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. All right. Uh, I was thinking about last week where you talked a little bit about um, it's not just the uh, you basically were, were talking about this trip that I would take to uh, Omaha, right? I would walk. Oh yeah, if you right? walked or if you If flipped, I'm the message yeah. and I need to get to Omaha, I'm the message. right? right? I'm the thing that's coming. Right. right. Uh, it'll take me, yeah, I'm the information. It'll take me much longer to get there or unless I just take a plane and get there, right? So I was thinking about this sort of means of speed of sending messages and how um, you need to be able to send, the faster that you can send a message, like I was texting you something and I realized that I texted you like three words as opposed to the whole sentence. So it took me less time to make that message, first of all. And you still get the gist of what it's saying. You see what I'm saying? Right. So so that's basically a less of a cost to me. And uh, it allows you to get the same benefit, right? Right. So there is an importance to sending or having a s- speed of message, right? There's a very good importance of how, how fast can your message get there. But it's also important to know how fast your message could be understood. This is something I was thinking about. Interpreted. Which is something also that you mentioned last week about this. On the mountain you have to put one sign that's going to warn the people about the toxic whatever inside of the nuclear waste. How to keep them out. What sign do you use? It's like you have to communicate it as fast as you can but have it extend out through time. So how much entropy will that message go through and still be able to be, be understood i guess is right where i was going with that i thought that was interesting
0: i don't know <laughs> did you have a question about it <laughs> no, usually I I recap feel like the beginning you yeah you could just
1: rip riff on that but uh oh yeah yeah no it's i always expect i always like Pass it off off to you to riff. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, dude. It's my uh, no, you're good. It's, it's my uh, nature.
0: It's a good point. No, it's the speed of transmission includes the speed of download and under you know, able mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. interpret, right? So you're sending me or we're communicating in time because you're in you're a thousand miles away. More mm-hmm. than a thousand miles away so we're, we're in different times literally mm-hmm. uh but we have enough energy that we're able to overcome that and the split second of of difference in quote-unquote time that it takes for us to hear what we're saying you know if i were to just scream into the void like well, i wouldn't scream it would not be the best communication i would have to write down <laughs> a sentence in a bottle and send it to you with a pigeon or on a train or the Pony Express or walk it out to you myself. And if we had to have a conversation like that, it would take years to, to have this conversation we're having now. Yeah. So we're exchanging this information and we're understanding what we're saying because, you know, you would send me that message back and I'd get it a few months later and I would forget the question that I asked you. That you just answered, and I would—what is he saying? Why did he send me this message? <laughs> so you get a message back, It just says, so "Absolutely." Easily.
1: <laughs>
0: so that's you why. I have no idea. What he has, yeah. So to tell you, to communicate to you now, I can use very few words, very few little information, and you get it—you get yeah. the point that I'm making. So now, if you wanted to get a bigger message out to more people, you don't have to have an entire scripture of a framework of an origin story, everything that goes through It's like, because it's, I don't need all that context. Mm-hmm. I can get you that information that, you know, it's something that's going on. I can just use a picture and like some words and send it and millions, billions of people can read it. and And if it's crafted correctly, and it's referencing something that we're all experiencing or we have experienced, um, Very little information is needed to get the point across. I don't have to build all that context. I'm saving all that space of building all that context so that you understand because it's so fast. And, hey, I need 10 minutes. I know exactly what you mean. It means you need 10 minutes for us to do this, to start recording. You know, I don't need your life story and how we should start a podcast together. Do you want to start in 10 minutes?
1: (laughs) Yeah, you have all this context, of course. Yeah, right. The, that's so. It's and it's important to be able to communicate it that quick, which means you can make you can make much quicker decisions, I guess, yeah, than you, you would can, be able to can, back in the day.
0: You can, you can cut through the noise to find the signal much easier, without us, you know, without all that context, all that noise.
1: Yeah. No, you can yeah that's
0: uh, um you're bypassing a lot of entropy to so i can see a configuration and get it right away because i know that configuration very well it's not like a memory Mm -hmm. or it's not like you know i'm not i'm not trying to visualize all of this i've already seen i know everything that's going on except for that little extra piece of the puzzle that you just filled in
1: I just, it's like, I think about how many decisions that I can make um, at my own leisure. It's like, I'm not out in the woods.
0: Yeah, the access to what's happening in the world.
1: Yeah, exactly. I have.
0: In your pocket. um, So you can make decisions and know like, oh, this is a good idea. Even compared to what's happening in Antarctica right now. I know Antarctica is not getting hit by an asteroid right now so I can focus on ordering a coffee.
1: (laughs) And all these efficiencies around me have existed existed as well, right? So I I interact with these efficiencies.
0: Even though the news is full of terrible stuff that's meant to give us anxiety and have political fights, it's also a benefit because now we know what's going on just about anywhere in the world almost mm-hmm. in real time mm-hmm. and a lot of worries about, well, you know, if a nuclear bomb went off in Russia hundred years or 50 years ago, or, you know, something terrible, happened, a war started, we wouldn't know right away. And we might make decisions. Like we might go buy a house in Ukraine right before Russia starts raining down bombs on it. Right. We didn't, we didn't know the war already started. <laughs> so it helps us make better decisions too. Mm-hmm we know about things uh more 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 quickly more easily
1: this does relate interestingly it's like this speed and the speed in which you can distribute the message and how that if that message can be widely distributed like if you have the kind of message that would be widely distributed like that ties into you can sort of scale that
0: through time as well yeah you know how to craft a message that will catch everybody's attention because you know the context around everything and like what they're probably thinking about what they're probably valuing right now. So if, if everybody around the world, which I presume they value safety and security and peace and staying alive and a nuclear event happens or an asteroid's coming, well, you know, that that's gonna be the most important thing. So you can get that message out to them and you know it'll spread if it's real and you, can, uh, uh, you have the uh, credibility that they should believe you. So you know everybody's gonna be interested in this information, so I'm gonna share it. How do I make it so that I can share it and it will be immediately valued or recognized that it's a valuable piece of information They won't have to look at it too hard. It'll just be, oh, shit. I got to spread this. All right. I got to read this. Or I got to hold on. Dennis Porter, breaking. (laughs) Well, nobody listens to him anymore because he cried wolf too many times. But that was how you got people to pay attention by using that in capital letters. Breaking. This is new information that I might want to, I might Mm. learn from or I might need to know.
1: Well, they're you're right. They become sort of they they often you know it's sort of a meme in and of itself that people are saying breaking all the time, right?
0: Twitter is uh, it's like trained us how to communicate important messages in 280 characters. Mm-hmm. Don't don't write me a novel. You got 280 <laughs> characters. Make it concise. That's fair. That's totally and then people fair. are like, well, I only have 280 characters, but I can make a meme. And that only counts as one character. But I can fit a lot of information into that one character. Dan,
1: This was a good night, I would say. Yeah, it was a good one. I enjoyed it. Cool, man. I'm going to stop recording.
0: Oh, hold on. Make sure you buy your ticket to Pacific Bitcoin. It's in like, by the time you hear this, it's in like five days. I don't know what percent off you get, probably nothing, but it's worth the price just to meet everybody and to to create more entropy, more possibilities for your future.
1: That's true. If you come out to Pacific Bitcoin, uh, you'll you can meet Dan and I. And won't that be fun?
0: We'll smoke you down.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whatever you need. Anyway, yeah. All right, bro. I'll uh, stop for it. Thanks again for listening to the High Hash Rate podcast. You can find us at, at High Hash Rate on Twitter. Or you can hit up uh, Dan at Heartland Bitcoin on Twitter. And myself, Mike, I am at Rundance BTC. Yeah.